Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game. Public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful Filipino valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs, risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure and armistice from death. The Green Hornet strikes again. In spite of the usual din and clatter of the city room, Britt Reed, young publisher of the Daily Sentinel, could hear the sounds of the celebration taking place all over the city. He stood near the city editor's desk looking over the headlines of the last edition. Oh, I remember back in 1918 when the World War I armistice was declared, Chief. This celebration isn't as noisy as that one. Oh, it's a great day for the whole world, though, Gunnigan. A day we've all been waiting for for a long time. Yeah. So I feel like hooping it up myself. <laughs> Look at that headline. Nazis sign unconditional surrender. Sounds good, eh, Chief? You bet it does. Those few words are the obituary of the Nazi and fascist parties. Believe me, Chief, I'll bet there aren't many Germans in the world today who have any further use for Hitler and his gang with their crazy ideas of world conquest, especially since they left the German people to take the consequences. It'll be a long time to come before any of them start plotting again to spread their so-called German culture all over Europe. Heavens, Dickie, we're far enough out in the suburbs not to hear all that racket. American people are most impressionable. Let a temporary victory close their eyes to future. Yes. <laughs> they even allow men such as you and me to hold citizenship in their country. <laughs> Little do they know that we've been planted here for years to carry on in case of defeat to the fatherland. <laughs> I'll turn on the radio. 
You can hear the commentators gloating over what they think is the end of our Nazi party. Themselves have hastened to denounce the Nazi party. Hitler and all that he stood for seems to have been forgotten. And speaking of <laughs> so Hitler, he thinks. turned out to be the little man who wasn't there. Never again will his bleating voice be Honorable Hitler never admits defeat. Ah, shut that off. He... Those fools don't know what they're talking about. Circumstances have given them victory for a short time, yes, but the time will come that we're going to... In my humble opinion, it is not wise to let rage displace reason, my honorable friend. The fortunes of war have gone against your most respected country. But even now, certain of your underground readers are setting up headquarters in the bosom of my honored empire. Mm Mm-hmm, yes. And if Japan should fall, we still have headquarters elsewhere from which to get our orders. Hint of Japanese weakness not appreciated, my honorable friend. No, 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 no. I, I, I meant no disrespect, Suki. Let's not misunderstand each other when we have so much to do together. Oh, so sorry. But name of Japan is not to be taken rightly, even by honorable Nazi ally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, uh, please, we discuss friends now. Good. I've been given to understand that you have the secret weapons ready which we have been instructed to use at this time. For some time now... Certain of my assistants have been making them in the laboratory under my place of business. Hasn't it been risky to have your helpers going in and out when your place of business, the house of Kokura, must be carefully watched? Even though the authorities haven't taken you into custody? May I humbly suggest that we Japanese have long prepared for this war? When I first built the house of Kokura, I saw to it that a secret entrance leading to a hidden laboratory was installed. Yeah, very clever, Suki. But you will have to tell me where the secret entrance is if I'm to come there for the meeting tonight. As you know, my business fronts on Water Street. You go up a back street, a small tobacco shop in the middle of the block. Aha, small tobacco shop. Correct. It is run by one of your race, who is thought to be an American. So? You say to him these exact words. I serve the house of Kokura. Then he will direct you to secret entrance. Very clever indeed. You're ready to ship these weapons to other American cities? Many cases are packed and ready. Tonight, my daughter, Osaka, will arrive from America's capital to get instructions on using them there. You've planned well, Suki. Tonight at your laboratory, our men will receive their instructions. Tomorrow, when the crowds have gathered for the big official celebration, the weapons will be put to use. The German people may have capitulated. But they shall see that we of the underground Nazi party shall fight on. That evening, Michael Axford, reporter on the Daily Sentinel, entered Britt Reed's office, breathless and excited. Well, Axford, you look as though you've been joining in the celebration. Oh, Reed, there's crowds everywhere, hooting and carrying on. That they are. Uh, oh, oh. I'm clean tuckered out, that I am. Well, the best thing for you to do is keep out of the crowds, Axford. Oh, sure. Sure, I know, but... Uh, but what? Uh, it ain't every day, Reed, that I can have one woman after another grab me and kiss me right on the street before I can say St. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you've been walking the streets all afternoon taking advantage of such opportunities, Axford. Ah, go along with you. <laughs> You'll come in for some of it yourself when you get outside. You wait and see. Uh, oh. Say, Reed... If you're having Cato drive you home soon, I'd like to be riding along with you. Me feet are hurting me that much, so they are. 
Sorry, Axford. Cato took a friend of mine to the railroad station. I'm going to take a cab home, if I can get one. Well, now, on second thought, I may walk around a bit more. Uh, what? Just to watch the crowd, you understand? Yes, I understand. And if the women mob you, just call the police to help you out. <laughs> Soon I won't be needing any of their help, Reed. That's one situation I can handle by myself. Or die in the attempt. <laughs> so long. <laughs> Later, after dropping Britt Reed's friend at the railroad station, Cato, Filipino valet, and chauffeur to the young publisher was about to pull away from the station when a young Japanese girl approached the car and spoke. No doubt you have been sent to meet me. I am Osaka Kokura. Well, I think perhaps there'll be a mistake. You thought you had missed me. But let us not delay here. Hurry. Take me to my father. Oh, wait, please. I not know where your father is. You make mistake to think that My I'm... honorable father always had working for him foolish ones like you who wish to argue. Drive me to the house of Kokura, or my father will hear how stupid you are. Uh, it'd be pleasure to drive you to house of Kokura. I like not your grinning face, stupid one. Drive on. Uh, so sorry. We go now. on Water Street. You want to go to House of Kokura? It's on Water Street. Again, you're stupid. I'm sure you have been directed to take me to the tobacco shop on the back street. Tobacco shop on back street? Will you not say that? I say so now. Why, well, I, uh, I turn here then. If you, daughter of man who own the House of Kokura, why you not go there? Do you not know I'm not to be seen coming to my father's place? You are a new face in the household since I have been here. Stop, there is the place. Do you walk around to Water Street from here, perhaps? Do you not know about the tobacco shop? I not uh, understand. Did not my father, Suki Kokura, tell you to bring me here? Oh, no. You make mistake. I not work for Suki Kokura. Please. I am so sorry. I made such a big mistake. Mistake not do harm. It is I who have been stupid. Well, now it's plain why I not know to drive you to tobacco shop. I very curious to know why you come to tobacco shop. I, uh, I want to buy some tobacco for my father as a gift. But you say your father direct you to come here. Oh, did I say that? Yes, I remember. Uh, come, I, I will show you something interesting in that shop, since you are so curious. Oh, it's time I get back with car. I it cannot go... It takes but a minute. Come with me. All right. Can I do something for you? I serve the house of Kokura. Oh, you're Kokura's daughter. He's expecting you. Who's that man? He's a Filipino... He is not one of us. My father is not expecting me. But he was curious about the shop. Excuse, please. I not wait longer. I go now. Wait a minute, you. Why you pull out gun? Since you're curious, we'll let you stay a while. But I don't want to stay. 
You not keep me here. My honorable father would not want you to leave, being curious about this shop. I think perhaps I smell a mice. Maybe your honorable father not so honorable. Ah, he is not so stupid as I thought, man. I leave right now. Stop him. I'll get him. I not let you hold me. <laughs> and laid him out. Didn't dare shoot or it would attract attention. I brought him in here because I thought he knew too much. He picked me up at the station by mistake. It'll be the last mistake you ever made when your father gets through with him. Come on, I'll let you through the secret door. And I'll carry him through before somebody comes in. This is one Filipino who will be among the missing for now. Hello? Hey, is that you, Reed? Oh, yes. What's on your mind? Now, listen, Reed. I ain't one to be carrying tales. I thought you said Cato went to the station with a friend of yours. Well, so he did. What about it? Well, I was walking in the crowd down here in Water Street when I see Cato go by and turn the corner. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, now, he had a girl in his car with him. I says to myself, I says, even Cato celebrated. Then I turn to the corner and ambles along to the next street, the one just back of Water Street. Harbor Street? Yeah, that's it. The street with a lot of little dinky shops on it. Well, as I turn the corner, I'm just in time to see Cato and the girl get out of the car and go into a hole in the wall tobacco shop. Well, there's still nothing wrong about that. Why don't you stop spying on Cato? Let him alone. I ain't spying on Cato, but there's something funny about the whole thing that there is. Oh, come on. Get to the point if there is any. Reed, I waited half an hour for Cato to come out. Then, just being a bit curious, I went into the shop. Yes, I suppose you found Cato and the girl trying to talk the owner out of a carton of cigarettes, eh? Reed, it's no joke, I'm telling you. The shop's a little dumb. There's three solid walls with the phone booth in the corner. Cato wasn't in there at all, and the car's still at the curb. Well, maybe he came out and joined the crowd on the street, Axford. I know he didn't come out. And what's more, the guy inside says no Filipino came in there, either with the girl or alone. I thought you ought to know, Reed. I see. Well, thanks for calling, Axford, but I'm sure Cato's able to take care of himself... You'd better go along and forget about the whole thing. You'll show up sooner or later. Okay, Reed. But it sure seems funny to me. So long. Goodbye, Axford. Cato huh. isn't one to use my car except when absolutely necessary. And there certainly wasn't any reason for him to get down to that neighborhood. Uh, I guess I'd better hop a cab and go on down there. As Axford says, there's something funny about the whole thing. But I didn't want him to know I agree with him. Cato's mixed up in something, and I'm going to find out what it is. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment.
Now back to our story. Britt Reed left the Sentinel office and took a cab to the tobacco shop on Harbor Street. He noticed that his coupe, which Cato had been driving, was standing at the curb. He opened the shop door and nonchalantly entered. Something for you, sir. Oh, yes, I'm trying to locate my Filipino chauffeur. My car is right out in front. Have you seen him by any chance? Um, oh, yes. A Filipino chauffeur did get out of that car and came in here some time ago. He tried to buy cigarettes, then went right out again. I see. He was uh, alone, of course. Uh, yes, the car was empty when he drove up. Perhaps he's out celebrating with the crowd. Well, perhaps. Thank you. Oh, that man told Axford Cato hadn't been in there. Now he tells me he did go in alone, asked for cigarettes, and then went out again. But Cato doesn't smoke. And Axford doesn't lie. That man in there did lie to me just now. The police would be skeptical of the whole thing. So there's only one thing to do. Set out as the Green Hornet and find out just what's happened to Cato and why. Getting into his car, which Cato had left at the curb in front of the little tobacco shop, Britt Reed drove to his apartment, where he changed into the clothes he usually wore as the Green Hornet. Then, taking the mask and gas gun, he was soon driving through the dark back streets of the city in the sleek, superpowered black beauty. Meanwhile, the Nazi underground leader entered the tobacco shop. What can I do for you, sir? Good evening. I serve the house of Kukura. Mm-hmm. If you step this way out... I gave the password only to show you I'm one of the group. We don't dare to make any false moves. As I came up the street, I noticed a dark figure across from here. Someone watching the shop? I think so. We can't take any chances. He can see us through the window. Now act as if you're selling me something. But what will you do? First, tell me. Have all the others arrived? All but two, besides yourself. Good. I will take a package of tobacco, and then I'll go out again. Now, you will pretend to be closing shop. Suki told me how to get through the secret passage. What of the man outside? Put out the lights and make a pretense of locking the door as you go out. If he follows you, you can go around to Water Street and lose him in the crowd and then come back here. Meantime, I'll let the others in. Suppose he doesn't follow me. He may try to come into the shop after I leave. I'll be watching and waiting with a gun. If he goes in, I'll see to it that he never comes out. Now, I'll leave. You carry out my instructions. We'll outwit our unknown friend across the street, one way or another. That man who went into that shop just came out. Must have been a customer. Uh-oh, the shopkeeper's putting on his hat, probably getting ready to close up. Uh-huh, there goes the light out. Well, this is it. I'll follow him and see if he leads me to the place where Cato might be. I better get going before he turns the corner. trick worked. Whoever was watching this place is following the shopkeeper. Wait. Another figure coming out of the shadows down the street. Coming this way. Yeah, that guy closed up and left. Still not a sign of Cato. Maybe if I peek in through the glass in the door, I might be this able to... This is a gun to... in your back, my friend. Hey, no. Don't hold that in me back. It, it might go off. Why are you snooping around here? Tell me that. Sure, and I... 
Well, that is, I was just sauntering by, and I thought I'd get some of my favorite cigars at my favorite tobacco shop, that's all. Oh. <laughs> Perhaps I have made a mistake, my friend. In that case, I'll put away the gun. Oh, thanks. Thanks very much, sir. I'll be sauntering on, if you don't mind. Go ahead. And stop snooping around shops after they're closed for the night. Sure, sure. Uh, good night to you, sir. Glory be to St. Patrick. He nearly scared me out of ten years' growth, that he did. Sticking a gun in me ribs like that. I'll find me a cop and have him send some of the boys around to that mystery shop, that I will. And the sooner the better. Meantime, Britt Reed followed the shopkeeper, Max, around the corner. There, he stopped in the shadows as Max continued on toward the crowd of people moving along Water Street. Oh, I can't follow him into the crowd in this horn of the skies. There's a policeman on the corner. This celebration certainly is interfering with my plan. There's someone coming. Hope they can't see me in this dark doorway. Hey, there! Hey, officers! Oh, Axford. Well, what's all the commotion? Push a man, stuck a gun in me ribs. Back there in front of that tobacco shop. I'm telling you, you better get some of the boys. There's something funny going on there. Oh, it's just some fellow having a little fun with you. Everything's happening tonight. Is that so now? You can laugh at me if you like. But I'm going to a phone booth someplace and call headquarters. That I am. So that's it. I've been fooled into following that shopkeeper. I'll bet on it while something's happening at the shop. I better go give it the once over before Axford does convince the police they ought to go there. Quickly returning to the tobacco shop, Britt Reed found it in darkness and the door locked. In a short time, he effected an entrance with a skeleton key and, closing the door behind him, stood in the darkness listening. There must be something about this shop that's not evident to the eye. I'll search every inch of it to make sure. find some clue in the phone booth, a number, an address scribbled down. Well, nothing here that my flashlight shows. I guess I... Ah, what's that on the back panel of the booth? It looks like... It is! One of my own hornet seals. No one but Cato would have one of those. He was in this phone booth. And he stuck that there to show there's something about that panel. That's it, a secret panel here in the booth. But how to open it? Well, I've got to find out. Uh-oh, somebody coming in the front door. Must be the shopkeeper coming back. Don't be hidden behind this counter. I dare not put the light on. Good thing I know my way around. First, I go behind the counter. Easy, Mug, don't move. What the... You came in just in time to show me how to work that secret panel. That I'll never show you, whoever you Here, are. Here, take a good look. I'll light my flashlight, see if you can guess. You... You're the green horn. Yeah, good guessing. I won't show you how to work the panel. You don't have to. I've already guessed. But I haven't any more time to waste on you, so... No. I came behind this counter because the means of opening that panel must be here. It must be a knob. A handle someplace under here. A button. Pressing this should do the trick. Yeah, it did. Now for a showdown with whoever took Cato through that secret panel. Moving quickly but cautiously, 
Britt Reed went through the opening and down a flight of steps to a door below. There, he stopped and listened for a moment to the sound of voices coming from within. You've done a great job, Suki. Both Japan and the exiled leaders of the Nazi underground party will rejoice when they hear of the ingenious weapons of destruction you've made here. Suki Kokura, a spy. Use it well, most honorable daughter. Many plans be spoiled yet, perhaps. He must shut him up, Suki. I'm tired of his boasting words. Small council cell, two doors left. Built just for purpose of silencing unworthy persons with foolish tongues. My men will now remove this glory one to sell. You will not take me. Why not go? Time for the hornet to act. Hold it, all of you. Dishonorable rat, you mean? Why are you holding that man? Why is he bound? Well, I'm not Japanese, Mr. Hornet. I just poor Filipino boy who drive car for a living. I have nothing against you. Then let him go. Untie him. Do as he says. Cut him loose. Father, why do you take orders from that low criminal? Is not your power great? Yes, you are right, my wise daughter. Rush him! Wait! Wait! Stop, or I throw these! Father, look! No! No, don't let one of those drop. I smash them unless you give up. <laughs> you can surrender, Suki, but I'm getting out. Oh, no, you don't. Take it, Lug. No. <laughs> yes. We will not move. Please, you not drop those. Go into that cell where you're going to put this Filipino. All of you. No, no. Honorable father, we lose face to this lowly outcast. Perhaps it best I drop maybe these glass bulbs. Yes? No, no, no. We go to the cell. We go. Got them all. Whatever that stone of yours is, it's a good one. Well, the police are coming. I've got to leave and quick. Wait, I come too. Oh, no. I actually reported you missing. Let them find you, then explain all this to them. Well, well, Axford and Cato, what brings you both into my office at this late hour? Been out celebrating all this time? Well, Axford come with police to a secret place where I be held by spies, Mr. Britt. That's right, Reed. And what do you think? They had hundreds of thin glass bulbs, like electric bulbs they were. Cato here got a hold of a couple of them things and scared them into giving up. And with my help, of course, we got them all together and Sarge took them to headquarters. Well, what were those thin glass bulbs you spoke of? They knew secret weapon prepared in secret laboratory of Suki Kokura. The thin glass bulbs filled with fatal virus, capable of spreading terrible diseases among the people. Oh, so that's what they were. Sure, and they were planning on busting a lot of them in the crowds tomorrow. Also, Suki Kokura planned to send big boxes of bulbs to many other cities. Sure, and Sarge and the boys found lots of plans and stuff in that importing place, the house of Kokura. Some night, believe me. Well, I guess you both did have some excitement at that. Uh, wait, wait till I open the window. Listen to him, Reed. Ain't that something? And they don't know what Kate and me saved him from. That they don't. While you sat here passing a dull evening. Well, really, Axford, I don't know what we'd ever do without you. And I'm sure we'll all remember what you've done this V.E. day. Thank <laughs> you.
These copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit. All characters, names, places, and incidents are fictitious. Henry Stambaugh speaking. This is the Blue Network of the American Broadcasting Company.